You're listening to Mid-South Minute, the podcast, where co-op and community collide. Get some caffeine. Stop recording, baby. No, I just restarted it, so I got you saying, let's get torqued. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are Aaron, Morgan, and this is Justin. And welcome to the Mid-South Minute. A new podcast here for Mid-South. Uh, just to introduce myself a little bit, this is Justin Stapleton, Division Manager of Member Services here, and uh, got about eight years at the co-op and loving every day. Aaron, tell us about who you are. Uh, Aaron Hughes in communications, and I have about 14 years at the co-op and started out through our youth tour program. Morgan? Yeah, so my name is Morgan Enriquez. I am the creative specialist here, and I have been here going on month three. So, Aaron Morgan, tell us about what we can expect from these podcasts moving forward. So this is a new one for us. Great time for us to launch a podcast because I think people are looking for new content to listen to while they're uh, waiting at home for school to get back in session and things like that. So tell us a little bit about uh, what we can expect. So we're going to use this platform to touch on everything from fiber to EVs to different community events to talk about solar, things like energy efficiency, other topics that you may be interested in that we have a little bit of knowledge on. Yeah, so if you have any topics that you'd like to listen to, um, hear us talk about, go ahead and send us an email at hello at mselectric.com. Good deal. So this is a great platform Do you come in, uh, for you to come and get new content about Mid-South. Uh, we've got the new fiber project that's getting kicked off and started a lot of construction in the area. Uh, I know a lot of people are interested in that, especially if you're working from home or if your student is at home doing schoolwork. That's going to be a great feature for them. Uh, so uh, let's get into our content for today. Fiber Internet. Uh, good question. How did the Fiber Project come about? Where did it originate from? Erin, do you know? Originally, the Fiber Program was being put in place to help build on our reliability and work as a backbone between our substations to help them communicate better and have better communication between the equipment that's out in the field. Mm-hmm. So not long ago, if you were around, you might remember this little thing called Hurricane Ike. Mm, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, Erin was here working at the time. She mm-hmm. remembers that. Um, so our lives were disrupted. Uh, things were different during that period. And also for the co-op, a very strange thing happened. Everybody got on their cell phones at one time and tried to talk to each other. So for us, that meant our devices and equipment that communicated over the air through cell signal, we had difficulty communicating with those devices. So we had to do a lot of manual operations and slow down restoration efforts. So with that in mind, we knew then, you know, in 2008, that we had to look, start looking into a fiber project. Uh, so a great move for us here in the year 2020. Excited about it. And it's going to be great as far as uh, reliability for our members goes. And then also uh, another product, that fiber internet to the home. Uh, so how do people sign up? Morgan, Aaron, what's the process for that? If you are interested in fiber internet, we highly encourage you to pre-register your address. So you can go to midsouthfiber.com. And what that does is it sends you over to our crowd fiber website. Um, and it is taking down information on where you are at, where your location is based on interest is where we plan on putting in fiber. So we have a work plan built out for that as well. So we've done feasibility studies, uh, done all the math to know where it makes sense to go in and build out uh, those those fiber backbones and bring fiber to the home. So that plan is in place as well. But community interest is critically important for us mm-hmm. to know who wants it and where. Uh, and then the other question is, when are people going to get it? 
what's the timeline for that? That's what everybody wants to know. So they've pre-registered. You may have already done that. About 4,000 people have already done that mm-hmm. uh, to date. So what's the uh, timeline, Erin? Basically, it's a three-phase project, and we are looking at a three-year project. So each phase <clears throat> hopefully being completed within a year of that project. It's within a year of that project. So phase one, two, and three is what you might notice uh, on the website. So we've got a couple of years to build that out, and that's all contingent on weather patterns, things like what we're experiencing right now with the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those things come into play as far as how we're going to progress, how quickly we can build that fiber backbone. So keep those things in mind. We're going to bring it to you as fast as we can, uh, but we have to keep in mind those other elements that we have to uh, budget our time around. Uh, be sure to tell your friends and your neighbors, like Morgan said, to go to midsouthfiber.com and pre-register and kind of be an advocate for it. If you want to see it in your, come in your area, we have yard signs that you can put out get everyone involved and just get them to pre-register. They're not signing a contract when they fill out anything out online and it will just help get it faster. Yeah. And if you would like one of those yard signs, uh, shoot us an email uh, to hello at mselectric.com and we will get one of those to you. Either leave it at the office for you to pick up or figure out a way to drop it off to you. So we want to get the interest out, get the community uh, participating in that and get them pre-registered. So what are the impacts of the fiber internet project uh, in our local community? One of the things that we're looking forward to as far as the community impact goes for fiber is the connectivity and the ability for family and friends to communicate via FaceTime and Skype, uh, be able to stream movies together, spend time together, be able to do homework at home, be able to conduct business better and faster and have more resources out in the rural communities. So Morgan, with everything that's going on right now, have you had to work from home a little bit? Yeah. Um, so it's, I run some pretty big programs. Um, so being able to have internet and not worry about, um, those programs crashing or being able to get to all of our files that are online in our server is highly, um, it's very important, very important. It's very important. It's very important. Uh, so what are some of those files that you typically work with Morgan? Is it audio video files and how long does that take to upload? Yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, Lots of like graphics, um, photos, video. Um, So videos are probably the biggest one for me. And those could take uh, a long time to upload um, based on how big that file actually is. And I think that's one of the key elements that's going to differentiate this Mid-South Fiber product from the others in the market is that your upload speeds and your download speeds, they're going to be the same. So if you're, you know, paying for a gigabit of service, that's what you get up and download. So very little latency in there. So if you're a work-from-home person, this is a great product for you. And as your kids start to do uh, work-from-home for school, uh, even in college, you know, a lot of these college kids are out there and they're having to do the rest of their schoolwork for the semester remotely uh, with either video, uh, using video to get into class, or just sending their work back and forth. And if you're a creative arts student and you have to make one of those movies or those audio files or whatever it is, and uploading that could take some time. So uh, we're working to get this to the community as quickly as possible. Uh, but in the meantime, before we get there with fiber, so this is a big project. It's a long-term, uh, multi-year project for us to get this to your house. Uh, we may have an option that could work for you uh, in satellite internet where there's no contract, uh, no early cancellation fees, and it just kind of holds your place until we get to your home with uh, fiber internet. Uh, that way you're not getting into a contract that you have to pay a penalty to get out of with a different provider. So if you're interested in that, uh, please call us. If you're in the rural community, you likely only have access to satellite internet. So we want to give you those options. Um, that's what we're here for at Mid-South. So give us a call, 936-825-5100, and ask about our satellite internet option if you're going to wait for us to bring fiber to your home. Uh, so good offerings there. 
So with this fiber project, we've had some other significant things that came about. And if you saw our press release, uh, you may have noticed that we had a lot of support from elected officials, everybody from Congressman Kevin Brady to the governor of the state of Texas, Greg Abbott, uh, to some of our local guys here that represent Grimes County, Ben Lamont. Mm-hmm. So big thank you to that group. And there's many others that were critical in that as well, writing letters of recommendation uh, for us to receive that grant, that grant funding. Uh, so very good things happening. And we want to bring Carrie back, uh, our CEO, to go into more detail about that at a later date as things kind of calm down uh, in our atmosphere. That way we can bring him back, give you more details uh, and a little more understanding of why that's important, uh, how that speeds up our progress, and how that affects you in the long run as a member. So we've already brought it up a little bit. Um, COVID-19, that's affecting our daily lives end to end. So for me personally, it's getting diapers and wipes for my kids. It's tough right now. So if you've got kids at home. It's just insane It is disruptive, absolutely disruptive. And we talked about the working from home piece with fiber in it already. Um, so you, some of you are at home trying to figure out how to make that happen. Um, so we support you as much as we can, uh, keeping the power on for you. So Mid-South is considered a critical service. Mm-hmm. So just like, you know, your Kroger's and your Target's and your grocers out there, they're critical services bringing you food to uh, provide for your family, bringing diapers and wipes. So I had those for my boys at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those things are very, very important. So for us, Mid-South has an emergency operations plan in place. And we go, we review that every year. Uh, we look at elements, whether it's a hurricane disaster, a tornado, what if a building gets destroyed, uh, even the pandemic. We have that provision there that we, that way we know these are the steps we're going to follow when this happens, if this happens. Uh, so as a member, that should make you feel very comfort, comforted to know that your electric provider has those plans in place, and we have to have those plans in place. It's, it's just part of who we are as a business. Right. Uh, that way we're going to take care of you and serve you the best we can throughout this, uh, this challenge in life that we're dealing with right now. So with that, uh, things have changed. County fairs, a thing that we're a very big part of, have changed. Aaron, give us an update on that and some of the other things that you had planned for us. With the CDC guidelines, they're recommending anything within eight, the next eight weeks be limited to no more than 10 persons together to try to help keep from spreading this virus. With that, a lot of our main things that we do are community, large community events. So we're having to rearrange and readjust a little bit, which is okay, uh, but we're rescheduling a lot of these events. So our buyer suppers with the fairs, they're kind of... Uh, tentatively set until the decision is made either by the county or by the fair as to whether or not they're going to be participating and allowing that event to happen. Um, But what we normally do is we sponsor those buyer suppers, we pay for the meal, and then we actually have employees out there to serve it. So it is going to affect whether or not we're able to provide that meal in the community um, and then when they actually reschedule it. But as far as other things that we've moved around. So we've had some safety presentations to local kindergartens that we've had to reschedule. Um, our cakes and credits event that we mentioned um, online, it is going to be rescheduled to another date. We haven't quite dis- determined what day that's going to be just yet, but we're trying to limit that exposure and really do our part to kind of just keep people separated and do that social distancing and really try to make sure that we're not spreading it where uh, we don't need to. So uh, we're, we're, Bringing you content in a different format. This is one of those, you know, everybody's going to digital learning, uh, working from home, uh, distance uh, is, is key here. 
so what we want to do is try to get this message out. So if you're out there listening to this podcast, please share it with your neighbors, uh, with other people that you know are members of Mid-South or anybody else that's just interested in what we're talking about today. Uh, we'd love for you to get that information out there. Maybe, maybe there will be a prize in there for you. Something else that's very big for us, uh, scholarships. So I got a phone call the other day, Aaron, from a young student that's trying to get things together for the scholarship and submit that to us. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get her official transcript from the school. Clearly, right. nobody's there right now to get that done for her. Yeah. What are we doing to accommodate that? Uh, so we've actually gotten that call quite a bit. Uh, the students just can't get those transcripts because schools are closed. So we are going to be tentatively moving that date to April the 6th. If we, if it looks like they're still having trouble getting that information based on the school still being closed, we'll probably move it out again. But for now, we're moving the deadline for the scholarships to April the 6th. We're still requiring all the same documentation, and but we do have... $31,000 scholarships that are up for grabs to local seniors. So we still want to encourage everyone to apply at uh, midsouthelectric.com forward slash scholarships. You can go there and apply. And again, that deadline is moving to April the 6th. And if we need to adjust that deadline, we will. Uh, just If you stay in tune with the news you're watching, this school's coming back on the 9th. This school's coming back on the 6th. That's all tentative. It's all fluid. Mm-hmm. We're playing this by ear. It's an unusual process for all of us. So uh, we're going to accommodate as best as we can uh, for all those things. Um, So with that, schools are taking measures to keep people distant from each other to try to flatten this curve. You know, washing your hands is critical. Uh, We encourage you to do that to help out with the situation. So everybody's practicing social distancing, washing their hands, staying away from things that could potentially harm you. Another thing that could potentially harm you is a scam. So in my life, most recently, my wife got a text this, this morning from something that looked like a Wells Fargo text. Hey, you need to check this bank account. Click this link. Don't click those links. We don't have a bank account with Wells Fargo, so I told her to delete the text. So keep an eye out for those things. It's very sad in these situations that uh, people out there with no conscience are out there taking advantage of people uh, during this time of stress. So be mindful of scammers. It's something, as an electric cooperative, we hear that from people all the time. I got this phone call. They told me to go to this store put $500 on this prepaid gift card, call them back, make a payment, or you guys were just right around the corner about to disconnect my service. We don't play that game. No, we'll never pressure you to make a payment over the phone before disconnection. That's not how we do business at MidSouth. So if you ever feel like something weird like that is happening, whether you're on the phone, you get a weird text, and it looks like it's from us and you're concerned about it, hang up on the phone, don't touch the text, call us 936-825-5100, speak to one of our local representatives and get the right information. So being mindful of scams, keep an eye out for those, and uh, watch it out for your elderly neighbors and your family members. Keep an eye on them as well. If they need something, take them an extra roll of toilet paper. Yeah, I think that's the most concerning part is just making sure we do our part to protect those that can't protect themselves. Yeah, so I think that's a great concluder for this podcast. So. Uh, Morgan, any concluders for us? Yeah, um, so with all of this going on, there's a lot of information getting spread out there. Um, There's a lot of date changes and things like that. So the best way to know what's going on with MidSouth is to keep checking your email. Uh, Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. We're posting regularly as we get updates to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, That way you know when we're rescheduling things or if there's important information that you need to be aware of. Good deal. And I'm going to leave you with this. Join us next time. Uh, We're really going to put in a strong effort to get these podcasts 
uh, recorded and out to you in a timely manner. That way you're up to date with what's going on here, especially in this time of uncertainty that we're going through. So we feel like it's a good avenue to reach you guys. Uh, leave us a comment. Send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear about. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, honest feedback is good feedback. So that's all we have for you today. I uh, want to encourage you to come back and listen to us next time. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends and neighbors and anybody else that wants to listen to our content. And uh, maybe next time we'll have Mr. Kelton on and where he can talk to, more, talk to us more about the Fiber Project. Uh, big things happening there. We know he's the uh, man with all the information. So, And with that... We'll see you down the line.